What work is writing and literacies creating? This series will showcase the research of the amazing scholars in our SIG. We're thrilled to invite you to explore part two of the featured summer series in today's episode, Upcoming Research in Literacy Development and Assessment. Hello, my name is Megan J. Meehan, and I am a third year doctoral student at the University of Buffalo SUNY. Using qualitative design-based research trained within the scope of entertainment education, my dissertation will explore if sophisticated vocabulary words can be taught by reading or listening to entertaining stories. In the fall of 2019, I conducted my first exploratory research using the Lavish Lexicon Collection series. I wrote a horror story entitled Ensorcel, which means to bewitch or enchant, and shared it with 12 adult participants by written text and audio narration. In follow-up interviews, all of the participants claimed to remember the definition of the word and felt confident using it in a sentence. The success of this initial exploratory study is encouraging and reinforces the feasibility of moving forward with this research. Therefore, my dissertation will focus on discovering if children between the ages of 8 and 10 can learn advanced words by engaging with humorous storybooks that I will author and have professionally illustrated. Thank you. Hello, I'm Sarah Beck. I'm Karis Jones. And I'm Scott Storm. And we're here to talk to you today about dialogic writing assessment, a humanizing approach to writing assessment that centers students' writing processes. In dialogic assessment, um, the writer thinks out loud as they're composing. Um, the teacher, tutor, and peer will listen and interact with the composing process. Um, it's a flexible process. You can make a list of questions of interest, but it is not scripted. To prepare for dialogic assessment, teachers should model and practice the thinking aloud while composing with students. Teachers should also consider tasks, questions, and learning goals on which they will focus to help students overcome challenges and enhance students' strengths. We're currently undertaking several next steps in expanding this research. We want to look at how teacher knowledge evolves when using dialogic assessment over time. We want to look at what students learn about writing and about themselves as writers from using dialogic assessment over time. And finally, we're interested in how to train students to be peer assessors using dialogic writing assessment. If you want to know more about this work, please check out one of these publications on the list. We have published in both practitioner journals and more research-oriented journals for those who want to take a deep dive into the conceptual framework that informs this work. Uh, and we hope that you'll consider using this dialogic assessment method with pre-service teachers or in-service teachers that you work with. If you do, we'd love to hear your feedback on how it goes. Thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Ted Kessler from Queens College, City University of New York. I just uh, published a manuscript called Does it, Does it Have to Be a Real Story? A social semiotic assessment of an emergent writer focusing on my son when he was uh, five years old. Um, in press is um, a piece called Designing on a Page. Uh, where I studied second grade writers uh, in a composing workshop in an author study of Kevin Hankis. And a second piece that is now in process of that study, uh, focusing on the explicit instruction that the second grade teachers did. Um, and uh, next up is a study on um, uh, emergent storybook reading with uh, kindergarten classes, uh, with uh, large uh, immigrant populations where English is a second language. 
Thanks so much. Hello everyone, it's Sue Nichols here from South Australia and today I'd like to share with you how I integrate text design and production into my literature courses in teacher education. As I speak, you're going to be seeing images related to New Zealand film director Taika Waititi's movie Hunt for the Wilder People, which is an example of transmediation. I believe it's very important for future literacy educators to also be active writers and multimodal text producers. As we experience the design and crafting process, we can reflect on the pedagogies which support us as engaged and effective text producers. In my adolescent fiction course, future high school teachers learn that readers can also be writers. For instance, we look at fan fiction and transmediation. One assignment involves creating a proposal for a television adaptation of a novel of the student's choice. Students look at authentic examples of scripts and can use visual and multimedia methods to envision the narrative world they're creating. We think critically about representation, meaning who's included and excluded, and what characters are allowed to say and do within fictional worlds. We get to uh, learn from filmmakers and other text producers as to how they deal with these issues. And in students' adaptations, they can choose to make changes that intervene in this dynamic. Thanks for the opportunity to speak to you today. And if you want to get in touch with me, those are my contact details. Hello, Writing and Literacy SIG community. I'm Jane Lammers, and I'm an associate professor at the University of Rochester's Warner School of Education, where I direct the Secondary English Teacher Preparation Program, and I'm also an associate director of the Center for Learning in the Digital Age. And I say all that because it relates to my research, which has focused on studying adolescents' interest-driven literacies in online spaces and how they leverage participation in those spaces for their own personal pursuits. And I've always asked the question of why English teachers or literacy teachers should care about what happens in these online spaces. The other constant in my research has been that I put my work in conversation with others from this SIG community, whether it be to study fan-based literacies with Alicia Magnifico and Jen Scott Kerwood, or to look longitudinally at writer's development, um, or to study and figure out what methods we need to use to study um, mobility and connectedness across these online spaces. Most recently, I've had the opportunity to go to Semarang, Indonesia with a Fulbright US Scholar Grant, where I was able to study digital literacy practices of the secondary youth there. And I'm looking forward to continuing to put my work in conversation with other members of our SIG community who study the Global South and worldwide understanding of digital literacies. Thanks for watching. We'd love to hear from you. Submit your one minute research video to the link in the description and we'll be excited to feature your work in the fall and winter series.